0: Wow. Said, we'll
1: Europe is us with Dino Europe is us but who are we? Stay with us and you'll find out. I'm Dino, a Slovenian journalist working at Euronet plus a radio network bringing you this podcast and your host. Today's topic housing today's guest Lukas Nechaev a student of architecture in Prague in the Czech Republic. Today we are going to talk about a lot of things, about housing in different forms, about the new European Bauhaus, but housing and youth as well. Many young people cannot afford to buy their own apartment, but rents are getting higher as well. The same situation is happening in Ljubljana. I had a lot of luck when I got my apartment in the city center. But what is it like in the Czech Republic? Lukáš, how do you as a young person see the housing situation in your country?
0: The people are uh, moving to, to cities from uh, the village and the uh, suburbs because of the work. And yeah, yeah, I think that a lot of people are choosing an option to rent an apartment or a flat um, than, uh, rather than buying it. And yeah, uh, I think so. I, I can comment <laughs> more about this, I think. Maybe some people are going the opposite way, <clears throat> just because of the prices they are just going to um, move out of the city and uh, like a build their own house and start the family outside the city. But then there's a problem with um, the transport and the, the um, traffic situation to get to the work by time. And,
1: yeah. Is the study of architecture leaning toward availability because of that?
0: Uh, we had some assignments that uh, focused on social buildings and social flats, but uh, all of the projects are just uh, like the studies, not the practical projects. And as the uh, market is so commercial right now, full of uh, developers, and I think that they are focusing more on not so social buildings and social apartments, they think they only... About the profit from the different apartments, yeah, but but we had some assignments to to um, design a social flat with uh, like um, minimal or, or yeah.
1: Thank you, Lukas. In our next regular section, the Watchdog's perspective, we look at different topics from a specific perspective, the one of a journalist. Today's comment was sent to us by Claudia Knopke, a journalist at a German broadcaster AMS, a member of the Euronet Plus radio network through which we are traveling now. Let's visit Germany and Claudia!
2: Let's just hear what the EU has to say about this. The new European Bauhaus is about a new lifestyle. A lifestyle that is at the same time sustainable and beautiful. And that's why we are very grateful to the German Fashion Council for this conference, but also for your overall engagement in the new European Bauhaus. We need your perspectives. We need your ideas. It is a project that stimulates creativity and provides a vision beyond the pandemic. We have deliberately chosen to make the new European Bauhaus as interdisciplinary as possible, just as the historical Bauhaus. We want to bring together architects, designers, but also scientists, students, creatives, you name it. The new European Bauhaus wants to bridge culture, crafts, and technology. It aims to match innovation with art. And that's what the president of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, said last year at the Frankfurt Fashion Week, because the new European Bauhaus with its basic idea also has a lot to do with fashion. In other words, think about it differently. And we have to convince people that sometimes the solution is simply to buy less, but better. Fast fashion is poison for our planet. It should be replaced by slow fashion that is circular. In other words, by well-designed products that create less waste and last longer. All this is
0: the new European Bauhaus.
1: So that our audience could understand better My friend Eliska, who is a journalist in the Czech Republic, helped me find someone who really understands architecture, and that's Lukas. But Lukas, I don't really know you personally. That could also be a plus, because I might have the same questions as somebody who is listening to you for the first time as well. And I've been wondering, what would you like to focus on as an architect?
0: Um, It's been changing a lot since I started to study at the faculty, because each semester we had a different um, assignment. So we started with family houses, then went to residential buildings. And uh, this semester, we had to um, design uh, something from civil architecture. Um, More specifically, we were um, supposed to design a restaurant with uh, an accommodation. And yeah, uh, all of the assignments were okay with me. I liked uh, designing the residential building, and this semester I really liked designing the 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 restaurant or the civil civil architecture. Yeah, so so I see, I will see where I will land uh, eventually because I'm only in my second year, so it's really not uh, I'm not really decided which sector is uh, the one for me. But now I feel like it's something more than just family house, some like bigger project. I
1: think. In our regular section, the voice of Gen Z, we are visiting Bulgaria today. And because architecture depends on environment, let's hear how Dimitr, a young entrepreneur, comments on his environment and regulations connected with growing industrial hemp. But before that, we will hear how a straw house is constructed. Vladimir built one five years ago. The wall is made of panels, wood panels, and inside each panel is filled with raised straw. A certain density must be achieved, somewhere around 120 kg per cubic meter. So the straw is everywhere in the walls, it is a wooden structure, raised straw. The house creates its own microclimate, great isolation, maintains a constant humidity of about 55%, which is considered to be the most favorable environment for humans. For two persons living there, in the summer at a temperature of 30 degrees outside, the temperature inside should not rise above 21. In winter at minus 5 degrees outside, the temperature inside should not fall below
0: 16 degrees.
1: So, because we are linking architecture to the environment, we are going to talk about the presence of industrial hemp as well today so industrial hemp is a botanical class of cannabis but is it present in bulgaria we asked demeter At our local level in Bulgaria a change is beginning, which I hope will be brought to a positive end, to allow and arrange the proper growing and processing of industrial hemp. And this is a global policy that has been gaining ground for several years now. We are one of the few countries where this is not yet regulated, so that we could take advantage of this wonderful plant. And I should say that there are people in Bulgaria who grow it, but do not have the opportunity to process it. So at the local level, we still do not have the resources to use industrial hemp.
0: We are
1: back in Prague with Lukas time definitely changes things, but different perspectives do as well. How important are international knowledge exchanges for architects to be inspired by different solutions?
0: Yeah, so um, in, at my faculty, to be specific, they are trying to teach us that there is one than, uh, more than one solution to a problem, but they are trying to give us more examples from uh, the uh, famous uh, architects from uh, the world. But I think uh, when you focus on Prague uh, specifically, they, uh, there were some buildings by famous architect designs um, these last few years. And uh, I think they were kind of inspired by the location they were uh, planned to be built. So, I mean, it's really important to uh, research the surroundings. And specifically when you are working with uh, historical centers like Prague and historical buildings around you um, also, it's really important to, to respect the, the surrounding buildings, which uh, I find that it's difficult for some people to, to respect or, or build and be respectable to a city because um, recently there is a construction called uh, Masarička on uh, Masarig railway station by Zaha Hadid, and there were some problems because of the height of the building and also the, the scale of the whole project. So uh, the uh, designers had some problem with, with the context, so they had to... Um, lower the buildings and also the initial uh, project uh, included around eight buildings as a complex. And I think the only four of them are being built right now because of the problems. And also the society like the Czechs and the people from Prague uh, weren't very uh, happy about the project because how big the scale is and how much it influences the the historical center. But the concept was derived from the trains because it's built nearby the train station. So I found it very interesting uh, about it. And also recently there has been a competition about uh, Philharmonic in Prague where uh, a very famous uh, world uh, uh, known architects were uh, uh submitted their projects and it was interesting to see uh, how uh, wide the variety of projects uh, was and uh, the, the final project the one that was picked is by big and um, I think that it's a good way to to promote prague and new architecture in prague so I think it's interesting to, Uh, incorporate some new elements in historical centers and new ideas new new projects that respect the site and respect the the state
1: lukas let's now make things a bit more personal if you're ready what is your favorite memory
0: my favorite memory i think it's the one when we traveled to the ice <clears throat> with my family back in 2016. The place is just beautiful and I'm glad I uh, could see it. So I think that one.
1: What is your worst fear?
0: Worst fear? Mm, living in a stereotype, I think. <laughs> Maybe it's an not so conventional um, answer, but for me, it's just living the same day over and over.
1: And what is your biggest wish?
0: Biggest wish? Okay, so my biggest wish is to be just happy and healthy. I know that it sounds like a cliche, but I think that's the key to, to life, to be happy, healthy. And when you're happy and healthy, everything is okay.
1: So, what does the EU do when it comes to housing? The new European Bauhaus is a creative and interdisciplinary initiative that connects the European Green Deal to our living spaces and experiences. This is how the EU defines it, but the new European Bauhaus isn't only discovering new solutions by allowing people to apply, it is also awarding the best ones. But Lukas, what would your advice be? How should people make the right decisions when solving their first housing problem?
0: it's it's about what you need, not what you want. I think that's the first thing because we uh, as people we uh, we tend to be a little bit greedy and to um, we want everything and we still want more and more. and I think that, that we have to think about what we actually need, not what we want. So I think uh, for young people um they have to think about if it's going to be an apartment or housing for only um, like an individual person or maybe like a pair, or it depends if they want to start a family if they don't. So so there are some initial thoughts that have to be um, proceeded before you buy or invest in some type of housing. Yeah, so that's the recommendation for young people just to remind yourself what you really need, not what you really want.
1: Thank you very much, Lukas, and thanks everyone for your attention. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and listen to what we have to say, because Europe is us.